We're live. Welcome. Welcome to anything and everything. Take fucking a billion million. at this point. Also, glass of wine, mm, million, because yeah. it's been a bit chaotic here. It's been a bit of a tipsy Friday evening. We've had a gorgeous evening, honestly. We've cooked dinner. Mm-hmm. We and had it's been it gorgeous. From a vegan recipe book. Yeah, we cooked some like um spinach and butternut squash pasta. It was so lovely. So For gorgeous. Those of you who don't know, I'm a, on a bit of a journey to veganism mm. at the minute. Um, but I live in my parents' household, so I'm trying to do that for myself. Yeah. Cook recipes for myself. But today's episode, actually, before we jump into that, I just wanted to say a little quick thank you. And <laughs> just laughing at me because I did this in all the other takes. You didn't like it, but I don't care. I want to say thank you to literally anyone who uh, tuned Honestly, in. Honestly, same. Listened because I thought it was going to be a big fat zero. Like, Ooh. no one was going to listen. And I was fine with that. The fact that anyone did is very surprising. I hope you enjoy. I hope we're able to keep you entertained. But, all right. I okay. can see your eyes rolling. Now, That's enough. Let's jump in. Okay, now we've got that out of the what way. What is today's subject? We're going to be talking about adulthood. I, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like we're just in a really weird age group right now. And it's, like, really... Mm-hmm. Weird. I just turned 18 about a month ago, so yeah. not really just. And I turned 18 in May, so I'm like a little baby. A baby. A literal literally baby. A child. Yeah. But we're going to be talking about that kind of very turbulent era we're in mm. for us. I don't think we're in the right headspace to be doing so. We are a little bit floozy. It's a bit. But you know, <laughs> whatever comes out of this will no, come out of this. But I've written some notes. Um, I should get my notes out I've as been well. I thinking about this. Um, oh, but one question you did ask for the intro on the last take was, how's your week been? And I think that's a good little starter. So how's your week been, Gorge? No, Tell I me was, about it. That was the fakest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I was asking you, how's your week? Oh, yeah. well, this has probably been like one of the worst weeks of my life. <laughs> it's really, so? it's really up there. I mean, it all started on Wednesday. It was. Oh, yeah, you've got incidents. I've got I've stories. Heard these, but why don't you I've got them? stories. Oh, bitch, have I got Charles stories. And tribulations. So, Wednesday morning, I ended up missing the bus because of oh, this yeah, fucking cunt ass yeah. bus driver <gasps> who lied to me. Who lied to me. <laughs> I Who lied to me. I'm so, so annoyed. Drunk. And basically, the, basically, I usually get the 852. Mm-hmm. which wouldn't make sense to anybody who's listening who's outside of Andover, but, like, I usually get the 852 because that's, yeah, like, that's you know, what my friend gets on. And um, this bus driver, it like, both the buses left, and I was stood there, and there was no 85 buses there, and I was like, oh, shit, like, where is it? And then I walk up to a bus driver, and I'm like, do you know anything about the 852, like, when it's going to come, and like, whatever? Like, no, and she's like, oh, canceled. sorry, it's cancelled. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, the goal. okay, fine, I guess I'll walk home. So I'm walking home. And then I'm crossing the road, and oh, I see the I see the eight five two drive past. Drive right, drive right past, past me, like a slap in the face. Uh, the biggest slap in the face in the world, mm. and it was crazy. And then I just felt so betrayed. Mm. Then we are in the library together. We are in the library together. We're in silent study. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, (laughs) these fucking... Right, I have a vendetta. If anybody is from our college listening to this, I have a fucking vendetta against all the fucking cage rats, okay? You guys are (laughs) fucking annoying as shit. Right, the smoking area in our college is referred to as the cage, and the people inside said cage are referred to as the cage rats, right? I'm going to take a bit of offence to that, because Annie and I are sometimes... I don't give a fuck. My wonderful friend Annie. Annie, I love you. Big shout out. I love you too, darling. (laughs) But um, I have a big vendetta against anybody who's in cage now because I got... Because they're the reason why these fucking sniffer dogs are around in college. Our college has a bit 
reputation yeah, right yeah, yeah. for being a bit druggy yeah yeah, yeah. They were, I've heard stories about people doing like cocaine in cages insane oh not stories those are verified I'm, <laughs> I'm verified well I need yeah anyways yeah. so me and Freya were sat in silent study I was reading she was doing um, interview prep and um, this sniffer dog comes into the silent study and I'm just like oh just cute just routine like, we yeah, have nothing to literally worry about. just routine I was so unworried and I was just like reading my book getting on with life and then it comes up like time to go down our aisle <laughs> oh to my surprise it sits down next to my art folder and i'm like oh okay what's this yeah and then um the this guy is like you're gonna have to come with us yeah and then i and give she's him like my... oh do you want to take a little walk yeah they make so it really annoying. nice and then the room you enter and who's then, in there describe oh the God. scene so i so i'm practically arrested at gunpoint right <laughs> <laughs> So I'm taking no no no. So I'm taken away to this room in recep in like the reception building at our college, and then um, I walk in, and there's three policemen, four really angry looking men in suits, two people with like. I still don't know if this is a fabrication. No, this is. I'm being dead serious. You're being real. I'm being dead serious. There and there was two other people in like rubber gloves who like looked through all your stuff. And then rubber like, gloves. And then a woman who like is sat behind a computer. I go up to her. I confirm all my details, and then um, I hand all my stuff over to the people in the rubber gloves. And then they're not. They're honestly just being really sweet about it. Like they're looking through all my stuff. They're being mm. like really sweet. Compliment. They feel like you have an innocent vibe. Yeah. Or even even on the way there, the woman who was walking me there was like, "You listen. You yeah. don't like seem like you have anything. You you you're yeah. being really cooperative. It's fine." And um, they're looking through all my stuff. And I once they're done looking through my art stuff, I'm putting all of it away. And then I and then as I'm doing that, she's like, "Oh, I found it." <laughs> And I, in my mind, I'm like, oh, I've been fucking planted. Like, I've got, co- yeah, like, somebody's there's... put cocaine in my bag. Yeah, Jesus yeah, yeah. fucking Christ, what's going to happen? So I turn around, and they're holding... Let me get real close to the mic when I say this. <laughs> Getting into it. A bag oh of my God. fucking barbecue beef loops. <laughs> oh, I was living... I don't even... Right. This I, is why you shouldn't have meat-flavoured snacks. As a vegetarian, I, I, right, I feel a let me just say that. Let me just say this. I don't even fuck with barbecue beef like that. I don't, <laughs> I don't even I don't even I don't even fuck with barbecue beef I don't I, think I anyone really, fucks with barbecue beef if, if you're the kind you of eat, who eats meat flavoured snacks on a regular basis literally you're you're weird I'm sorry but like I really I don't even fuck, I don't even know why it was in my bag but she was like oh it's probably all this food you have and I was just like oh okay oh, but oh, I was <laughs> but I wasn't I was literally just like I wasn't even scared the entire time mm. it was just like the biggest inconvenience to my day like I was five minutes late to my gorgeous art class in which you're I mean, us. gorgeous is a stretch. I mean, I literally just like kind of sit in there and do nothing. Yeah. But um, that was a whole saga. A whole saga. I and was... there's no, no, no. Let me get into the saga. There's a third story. I okay. left all my fucking cards, my card holder, on a bus. We're talking like debit card, bus pass, student ID, the actual whole ID. Lot. Literally, my whole identity oh, yeah. has been lost on a bus. And, and we forgot to pick it up today because we were mm, so excited to go home and record yeah, this and I've been, for you guys. I've been surprisingly calm about everything, honestly. I, I would be freaking out if I were in your position. Yeah, yeah I had a few freakouts too. Mm. On the same day, the whole drugs incident happened. <laughs> 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 I had an online interview for a university. Very exciting. Yeah. But I looked at like the Zoom uh, room it was in and it opens at 9.30 and yeah. they just hold it the same room for all of the oh, right. things. Mine was at 1.30. I looked at the email when I was signing in and I thought it was at 9.30 and I had missed it and I started like hyperventilating <laughs> I was about to call my mum like mum I missed it like, yeah, I yeah. was really scared and 
it's just it's been constant like all-nighters not all-nighters but like late nights for me one of my self-destructive tendencies is a bit of insomnia love I a bit of insomnia every now and then one a.m two a.m it's yeah. crazy maybe that isn't crazy for some of you but for me <laughs> I've, I've been unhinged recently yeah. but we still made it to friday and you know we I've did make so it to friday excited we, for this night this is how you look have to look at every week you will always make it to a friday evening and that's there's some joy in that i'm really grateful for this friday evening because usually i'm stuck working and yeah. my work is hell let me tell you and i've actually just quit so have you so have i i've quit we, my job as well we are both revoked our employment contracts we are just, you know I'm just, just freeballing it I'm just freeballing it not gonna name names not gonna name company names but you know who you are yeah Fuck you. Yeah, yeah yeah um right let's Let's delve into Wrap the topic. Up. Have we talked about what we're talking about today? I don't know if we have, but it's but adulthood. We're, talk- we're talking about adulthood. We're on this really... I mean, we might have said this already, we so I apologise. But um, we've, you know, just... We've found ourselves in a really weird situation age group-wise, and mm. I feel like it's just... There's something So there. much change. And here's the thing. This is what I feel like is really strange about growing up and changing, is everyone is in a different stage, in a different place, right? Yeah, and everybody's, ha- like, people... on completely different paths. Because mm. we were talking about the cage, right? This, like, smoking area and all yeah. these crazy people. You know, there's such a diverse range of people in there. And then you've got, like, people in the library who are, like, studying away, yeah. trying to get to Oxford. And I'm so proud of anyone who's applying to Oxford, by the way. And or Cam- Cambridge. And Cambridge, like me. I got an interview. Woo! It's not happened yet. But... She will not fail to tell anybody that she has got a Cambridge yeah, interview. Or it's... that she has got a hundred percent on her english oh my god don't expose me i did (laughs) that's the one thing i'm proud of is i got 100 percent in my end of year for english last year but anyways um i'm so so proud of anyone who's got a cambridge interview so far um because it's just amazing but yeah it's so exciting it's so crazy how we're all on this journey and it's like contrasting some people are at different stages in life than others yeah and some people are more focused on academics some people are more focused on jobs one thing i've noticed (coughs) Are we going to leave that in? No, we have to. (laughs) We can carry on. You're quite far away from the mic. It's fine. I've got a projectile voice. I heard that reverberating on the headphones. Like, it was that loud. Okay. All headphone warning. So, I feel like just, like, in the position that we are all in, um, I feel like, like, growing up, just let's dive into it, I feel like we've always had this idea that um, kind of life starts in your 20s right yeah you're like out of school you're a career girly you're pursuing your career i think that's been a conversation recently because a lot of you know 20 something year olds posting on social media doing youtube doing podcasts for example they've been like look that's actually not the narrative that we should be spreading that that your 20s you have everything figured out because you don't and there's been a lot of really nice content around navigating your 20s and what that's going to be like you've been listening to a podcast i have been listening to a podcast the psychology of your 20s i don't know who hosts it but whoever does host it you're amazing Mm. i love you i've also um... been listening to one i guys i can't recommend this podcast enough go turn this off and listen to them (laughs) it's called goes without saying by sethi and wayne i won't shut up because it's these two girls they're in their 20s but they are just like two best friends and they're such a fun vibe they're you know uk based one's in london one's in brighton but yeah. they're just so much fun yeah. and a lot of ideas that they talk about have been like picked up in my mind they've been swirling around in there 
and I'm thinking about kind of this whole idea of navigating adulthood. Yeah, but like. I feel like even in the age group we're in, we're like in a position where we're we're setting ourselves up for our twenties. You know what I mean? Like yeah. these, like our grades. Mm. I know we're like making such a pinnacle and spectacle of grades right now, but um, yeah. But I feel like just we're setting our life kind of depends on how we function right now. Exactly, and that's why Which it's is so a scary, stressful. A scary thought for many, and many people don't like to frame it that way, and. And look, like, what what's that phrase? I'm forgetting the phrase, but it's like anything could happen. Essentially, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a phrase, there's what? an idiom that I'm forgetting. But you know, yeah. literally, anything could change. So, <laughs> guys, we're delirious. We're delirious. Okay, so I feel like Let's no recenter, refocus. I feel like just the whole the the whole situation that everybody's in right now i feel like a lot of people are facing the trouble of kind of inaction and not really doing anything in such an important stage of your life also i feel like that's just a feeling and i feel like a lot of people have this where they have this imposter syndrome of even though they're working so hard towards their college work and their job they just feel like they're never doing enough compared i feel i mean i feel like and i think uh, this is the position that i am into it i'm into at the moment like i get stressed but not stressed enough to do anything about it yeah Hyper, uh, yeah procrastination <laughs> Hyper procrastination yeah. literally like and then like you get that last so minute much. doom is like oh my god my essay is due tomorrow let me bang this out right now yeah and like your really... classics one it was like 800 words in like it, an hour or something no 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 not even that i literally busted out 800 words on a topic that i had no idea no about clue. in 30 minutes Incredible i was so skills. shocked with myself but it's but that yeah. kind of vibe. Like, I feel like college is just something that not a lot of people have figured out. If you do have it figured out, look, good for you. Yeah. But it's such a turbulent time for so many people. Yeah, and I feel like if you are facing that issue with of inaction and you feel like you're not doing everything you can do at the moment... Just know that, it, first of all, no one is. It doesn't foretell how the entire next decade of your life is going to go. So many things could switch up. That's so many what things I meant could by up. anything could happen, by the yeah. way. Like, it could go... Because I know that there's a great know, sense of guilt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because I know that there's a great sense of guilt behind that. And I wanted to ask you this specifically, mm-hmm. because I feel like you're just the type of person who feel like... who has everything together you know you've got your cambridge interview and like while i know you like yeah i know while i know you like we have like an interpersonal relationship whatever Mm -hmm. and we're very close friends because i know all the shit that goes on but from observation (laughs) from observation you just seem like you have your shit together so like what from like an outsider's perspective you mean yeah Yeah. and i feel like like how do you motivate yourself into action like that oh god i i don't well here's the thing guys i do three a levels like most people i don't do four yeah i'm not crazy but i do do an epq on top of that it's like an extended project yeah. you know i met a girl dissertation slight diversion yeah but you know is that the right word i don't care yeah i met this girl on my like first day of lower sixth in my tutor um i think it was actually the induction day really weird girl oh my god wait she's not but gonna hear this no. i have no idea i don't know who, what her name is or even what she looks like but okay. i remember sitting in tutor and talking to this girl and she was like I do five A levels. Oh no! And all of them were like. I remember a girl in my of... secondary school who was so smart, yeah. and she was saying no, but anyways, she was do five. all of them were like father maths, maths, science, and I was Fathomats. like, yeah, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, girl, 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's we, like a cult. We are not on the same plane. We no. just need to like yeah. depart. In my enrollment, I got suggested to do maths and further maths and like STEM subjects because they were like, really? you did so well in them in GCSE. I'm like, that's not my wow. passion, babe. That's not where my heart is. Don't. <laughs> not I'm an English literature girl till I die. Yeah, yeah. I also do history and I get a bit creative. I do textiles. Do I regret it? Possibly. But, Miss Becky. Yeah. Oh. I, no names on the card. I <laughs> That's forgot. my teacher. It's, it's fine. It's fine. I She'll honestly have so much respect for Becky. Everybody hates her. You know what? Actually, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Everybody this is this is my teacher. Her. My teacher. We refer to our teachers by first names. I don't know if that's common. I feel like that's fairly I feel like common, common for sixth form. Yeah. But um, she gr- grinds everyone to the it's, bone. It's with good intention. But it is. It's and you know what? Intention. Actually, once you start working your ass off and absolutely and pleasing her. She actually turns it around and she gives such positive feedback and yeah. you feel so great. So she's one of those teachers that really pushes you to your limit, but it is worth it in the end, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But like, I got out of there immediately grind. because I used oh, to do textiles. And it was originally in my I, class at the beginning of college. Yeah, I'm surprised we didn't like um, connect that. You know, I never ever thought we would be friends. I know I you've told me you this. I saw you walking around and I thought you were so intimidating. And I was really tall. And I was like, this is a model. Model. Like, I am never gonna. Be I mean, with you I love years. that. That's the perception that you have of me. But well, I, re- I remember yeah. <laughs> like the first week that we kind of like because I. Do you have any like impressions of me? Um, not really. I just remember you I'm were just, my. I'm not memorable. <laughs> I no no no. I real. I just the, my initial reaction to you was just like you reminded me of an old friend. But um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and um, I. I don't know, I really didn't think anything beyond that. But I remember you telling me on our, like, f- when... Because I met you through Annie. Mm. Um, our wonderful our, mutual friend. We've already wonderful mentioned mutual her. Friend. Love, we love you her. so much, Annie. But um, w- I met you through her, and then the first week, I remember we were going through, like, camera rolls or something. Just, like, really weird, like, conversation topic. And I was showing you all my camera roll from, like, three years ago, and you were like, oh, I used to think you were really cool before you showed me that. <gasps> right by the time you get to college or sixth form you're 16 so you've like done a bit of character development yeah and enzo dress is really cool great style and everything so breasts that out 24 7 oh by the God, way you cannot catch me you cannot catch you're wearing me. a waistcoat right now that i know is with a plunging neckline. plunging neckline but you cannot catch me without the breasts fully oh on display it's really crazy. I Every fla- episode is going to be rated I, I know. I flashed a entire cohort of people in the library. <laughs> in because, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was um, wearing a gorgeous blazer, honestly. It's, she's over there hung on the hanger. But um, uh, I decided to put a rather heavy bag on my shoulder pad, not mm. on my shoulder, and it fully slipped off and I was like practically half naked in, a, in the no, library. No, I think I've had nip slips too. I yeah. perpetually don't wear a bra. I as, love that for I you. That honestly is so hot. I walked hot. around today. It's November. It's mid-November. I walked around today in the yeah. freezing cold in this thin little cardigan. Nipples like fucking Every, pocket knives. Everyone could see pocket knives. <laughs> pocket knives. <laughs> but you know what? It's the vibe. I live for it. Yeah. But we were talking about the fact that everyone comes to college with kind of a little bit of developed style. Actually, not everyone. I think, I, I think no, honestly, not everyone, certainly. I think the summer in year 11, you really find you, your, you yeah, really grow, you, start to grow you into start yourself the at development. least. Yeah. So when I saw pictures of Enzo in like year nine, I was like, oh, but you know what? <laughs> we all lived through 2017 yeah. and 2018. It's, it's honestly a different we all person. Had that phase. I really can't look back at my like childhood and think that that's the same person that I am now. Me it's neither. really crazy. Absolutely not. So, yeah. And, 
you know something funny going back to the topic of adulthood is that (laughs) i realize this is often when i'm at work because i work in a place where there is a drive-through so you see a lot of customers come through and um they're all different ages but always the girls who are like more in their 20s i always identify with them and feel like i look like them and sound like them and act like them more than the girls who are like in their early teens and i realize like we're far far closer to our 20s than we are our teens well yeah it's like three years away and that's what i was saying we're in the stage in our lives where we're basically setting ourselves up for how our 20s is gonna go it's so crazy i look at those girls and i'm like you're so young you don't even know what's about to hit you like (laughs) um and it's insane but you know, it's great. Yeah, because especially because of the pandemic, I feel like the last two oh, years of our lives just haven't happened. Got wiped out. So I feel like the mindset of being that like kind of preteen, not even preteen, just like no, be, we that teenage, we that teenager, we that teenager mindset is just like still fresh in my mind. Is it for you? I mean, no, not really, honestly. No, but like, I, I think... just thought it, 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 I remember it so like vividly just because it was it seemed like such a short Mm. while ago because of the pandemic for me there was a lot of turning points that i can pin down where i can say this is where i started becoming an adult yes definitely one point is getting my first job that was insane to see like money that, come into your bank really account scary. every paycheck. I mean, paycheck. not scary. It's just like liberating yeah, in a way. to start learning like the ropes of like, this is how you, I mean, it depends what job you're in, if you're in like customer service yeah. or retail. It's weird that we're not taught any of that shit in school. I've had to learn so much through yeah. just like the professional space. And what I find interesting about developing and becoming an adult is some people adapt to the workplace so much quicker than others. Yes, definitely. I wasn't um, someone who's naturally like enjoying that setting because I want to work. You have to be so outgoing, and if you're not, you just have to yeah. fake it. I, I I want to work. I don't know, maybe in more an academic setting or something to do with yeah. writing. Definitely not like customer service. This is just a yeah. stepping stone. Honestly, customer facing jobs, you have to do it at some point in your life. But like, it's just Oof. first of all, it will it teach. Takes a toll. First of all, it will take you a toll. But honestly, it teaches you so much, and I it does. And people honestly, it helps you. I met somebody. Outgoing. I went to London with a specific person who told me that they actually oh. don't have a job. Why did I say us? <laughs> who told me that they actually don't have a job. And I was Bum. I was flabbergasted. I was flabbergasted. Or did um, they just come for money? No, they just don't have a job. I don't know. That's embarrassing. My, my, their parents are self-employed. Wait, I was going to shit on my ex, but he has a job now, so I'm happy for him. Anyway, I mean, I took a while getting a job, so I can't really say anything, but, mm. like, you know, I learned. You did take a while. Annie and I had jobs way before you, and we were like, okay, yeah. unemployed, broke out. <laughs> <laughs> but back to the topic at hand, I think that customer-facing role helps you become more extroverted, and it kind of overcame a sense of social anxiety for Absolutely. me. I never really had social anxiety so bad since, like, year hey honestly when i was really young i had it really bad and then i got yeah, over it as the years like went a, on it's such a juvenile thing to have to me now i know yeah. i mean i mean i Don't know shit on I'm, not, illness. I'm not gonna <laughs> shit on mental illness but like if you have social anxiety then you're like weird <gasps> okay that's, i think that's the wine talking we might need to cut that no it? i'm just kidding but like ob- all but obviously, no i feel like something that has really annoyed me about jobs and stuff and like in this professional sphere being nice to people you have to giving, take it no matter giving. how rude they are mm. and they scream and they scrap and they kick and they're fighting it's like do you really need your burger i mean i kind of exposed where i work giving, but like do you really need right. your fries at giving these fucking low down 
rotted rat cunts the time of day. This is just how Enzo speaks, guys. Don't don't be afraid. Absolute (laughs) fucking worst. I have every desire to take. Oh my a God. fucking don't, coat hanger. No, don't don't get it too graphic. We, gouge we, we, their we, we eyes could, out. We'll never be able to get monetized at this rate. <laughs> I don't think you understand. Literally, the amount of rage that I have had to conceal it when it's, talking to customers in yeah, Zion. Because it's either it's either rage or it's just like you want to cry. Like because from, <laughs> from from their perspective, they're just going in, they're getting their meal, they're popping out, and they're forgetting about you the rest of the day. Yeah. From your perspective, you have served hundreds of customers and this is just another one in a long line who's got a complaint about this and that and i'm sorry but i don't control that part of the process and it's just like please let me live i am 16 17 it was such a shock because like literally on my third third shift i used to work at a in retail like my first job was a retail job yeah yeah yeah. and it was like my third shift and i was still kind of learning the ropes and this one customer it was like this really old man who was like buying something for his wife or something he came up and i I made a mistake on the till where, like, I didn't recognise that, like, the tag said a lower price than mm-hmm. the what came up on the till and I forgot to change it. Or, like, yeah. oh, I didn't, like, think to change it because I didn't see it. Oh, you told me this. And then he just... Because I made that one mistake, he went into a spiral. He was, like, pointing over the till, oh, yelling. He called me a cunt several <gasps> times. Yeah, it oh was it was so I crazy and so eye-opening. one morning shift, our store the whole thing was flooded because one of the coffee machines <laughs> leaked wow. and it was like a 7am start for me or something on a Saturday but we couldn't open until 8 something like that so my job was to put on a visor jacket yeah. stand outside the door and turn people away oh my god let me tell you some people are not happy about that and this one man literally he would have been middle aged but he had a screaming crying tantrum in front of me honestly it was, <laughs> it was hard not to laugh Jesus he, he went like ah over a coffee like, I mean girl same that, I mean honestly that is literally <laughs> us when the coffee shop is closed oh yeah we have a co- coffee shop in college and sometimes they close because you know bless them staff shop it is not Bali Cafe by the way just want to make that very clear <laughs> very clear <laughs> anyone who goes to our college we're not fairies yeah, but yeah. um yeah no the, honestly, the staff in, there are so lovely yeah. but sometimes they do have to close and honestly, it is irritating in really big cities fairies are like out and proud <gasps> what the fuck on this like conversational thread no 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 I don't even care like in big cities I actually saw my first real life fairy the other day literally tail literally tail hanging out just like like what they were like 13 I was like crazy shit I mean I've seen a couple scenes on the bus where they're like nuzzling each other with their heads (laughs) and I was like god no way this is not for real yeah 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 okay we need to get away from this topic I'm starting to feel a bit icky what do we want to talk about so we've talked (laughs) about how some people adapt to jobs quicker than others and I definitely noticed this like there was this one guy at my work the other day he's um still 16 I believe I honestly they might have hired him underage I don't deal with the youngins I really hate young really young but um he's in our like (laughs) academic year but he's august born right yeah oh no so then he must be 17 but only just right he's only just 17 Mm -hmm. and he talks like he's a manager you know he's like oh "Oh, yeah i was doing this like oh i I think that's train this guy like i think that's just the ego that comes with being a straight man (laughs) yeah honestly that's very likely but you know some of the employees who aren't even getting paid paid a manager's wage talk like 
they're the shit and like they're a manager and it's like just remember you're being paid minimum wage and you don't deserve to live like this <laughs> like some people like make you know and look we need service workers we need fast food workers retail workers absolutely, absolutely. but some people do make it their whole personality a bit and i feel like you know or like not personality but i feel like some people enjoy work too much like yeah. sometimes i catch myself enjoying it i'm like don't enjoy it too much yeah i always catch like- myself yeah yeah yeah. because like every time i'm working a part-time job i think it's just like my ego and like how i feel like i'm gonna be so so like successful in the future but yeah. i always feel like this isn't a permanent thing and this is just a stepping stone into and my future I think you've got and to- every time i feel like every time i'm seeing like managers being really enthusiastic about their job i always like step back and think like wow this is literally your entire life yeah and look not not to shit on anyone in their life you do no, what you want, we are shit on everybody this we are podcast. like the way <laughs> but look i think it for me it's a bigger issue with like capitalism and society mm. not to get deep but i just think that the way it's all set up oh my god what have you noticed this is lined with like real silk it's oh, like gorgeous. so gorgeous i got a new waistcoat today and we honestly discussed the waistcoat honestly let me just stand up i might audio- the mic is not going to the audio is gonna get really fucked so i'll speak a bit loudly but like let me just describe what's happening to you right now oh, guys you're gonna have to put so- up with this this is so gorgeous <sighs> i didn't like it at first let me describe it is a silk kind of navy little kind of bronzy gold detail but with like a bronzy kind of indian what would you call that paisley paisley i don't know just kind of like a indian kind of right can we hop back on the bed i don't think we need to i think this is really profound okay yeah come on in though okay right (laughs) (laughs) maybe we'll need to cut a few seconds out there who knows um but i think my issue is with capitalism as a whole go on take a sip thanks carol i know you want to um because these managers make you feel like you're so wanted and needed as part of this community whatever or they don't make you feel i don't fall for the delusion yeah yeah, yeah. but like they award your little achievements at my work we got like these postcards which said like oh you've done a good job today like when you worked extra hard and whatever i'm really nicey nicey to you but I quit recently. The moment I quit, I got no response. Nothing. They negligence. Did. And negligence. Negligence. Yeah, yeah. They didn't even when I showed up to my shifts after handing in my notice. They didn't look my way twice, and they've just simply stopped scheduling me. Yeah. On the topic of employee they rewards. They don't care. They don't fall for it. Your managers don't care about you. <laughs> like I'm just saying. On the topic of employee rewards, there we we have the system. At, right. My second job, we had this system that you like you're holding my wine like it's yours no but like i want it though sorry but um we had this system where you like vote for whoever's like doing really good or who you like (gasps) and you get like a hundred pounds if you win it a hundred pounds yeah it's crazy god the competition but i literally on my first day i made friends with this little um not really made friends, but, like, briefly was introduced to, acquainted with this girl who worked in the, um, the, ca- the like, cafe, the restaurant. Right. And she told me to vote for her. Oh. She, she like, scooped in with the, like... Scooped in. Oh. Swooped in, even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she, like, caught me with the, oh, can you vote for me? Like, oh, oh so this is just an opportunity for you to get a vote. Okay, I get, I get what's going yeah. on. I think and she work- won. She fucking won I think it. I'll, I'll work, there was something like customer feedback, and they tell the customers like, "Yeah, give me a thingy," and then like they, if they give them like a rating on the website, they get a bonus or whatever. I don't fucking know. Impl- right, working crazy. environments are so fucking shit. I just want to work in like a little atelier, 
Oh, what are your hopes and dreams? What are your aspirations? This, this is one of my notes. Okay, so... <laughs> finally minute, on topic. Right, finally on topic about adulthood. Yeah. Okay, so hopes and aspirations, thinking career-wise, big wide world, big girl jobs. Honey. I have done a lot of deliberation throughout my life. I began thinking when I was really, really little, like really little, thinking, oh, I want to write um, stories. And everyone was saying, oh, she should be an author. Like she should write books, novels. And I was like, whoa, but you know, like I was in like year three, what yeah. did I know? Then I grew up a bit and I, I started to like fashion a bit. I yeah. thought a bit about fashion, yeah. about like design and stuff. And Isn't then... that so weird that like the the career prospects that are like suggested to you as a child really like kind of come to fruition? It's really, like it really had an impact on me. Yeah, yeah, because I thought about that and I thought about fashion. That's why I take textiles now because that's something I was in my mind. Yeah, no, because as, in, especially in like primary school, even before primary school, like whatever years the nursery fucking I don't know I would I just always remember like my earliest years are always like remembering and reminiscing on like being a fashion designer and mm. just designing clothing even even before I ever and knew what that was with a mannequin in your room with something gorgeous on it I mean not the most gorgeous thing you've ever made because you've made gorgeous a lot is an understatement you've made a lot of gorgeous things yeah but Enzo's really really talented in that respect I, I really, really appreciate that, that. Way. thank you but so much but now where I'm at now I'm, I'm thinking about um you know all kinds of writing i like to write poetry prose and i like a bit of journalism and actually, i like poetry as well fun fact, surprisingly can we talk about my little journalism win recently mm. i write for my college's newspaper i yes. wrote a big fat article about um vegetarianism and about brexit and yeah. uk laws and I, what's happening with that i unfortunately have not read it yet but i will give, give it a read, read. i will no give worries. it a read I, but i interviewed some friends around college for that actually no i won't give it a read because you didn't use my quote which was really good i, I use the gist <laughs> but look let's be real your your views on taking me were on taking me <laughs> girl my views on taking me that's something I, that's something i have something to say on sweetie that is something I have something to say on. Oh my on. god, views on eating me. Please excuse that little hiccup, but that was so funny. Um, uh, were, yeah, kind of crazy. You were like being a bit unreasonable, I felt like. Anyways. I mean, I'm always unreasonable. Right, listen, listen to me. Especially, especially in last episode, I really just... I like sexually assault you. Sorry, my nipple's out. But like, honestly, I never have anything to say. Try having an intellectual discussion with me. It, it won't, won't happen. happen. It won't which fucking is happen. For me. Also, especially if we like re-listen to last episode. If we just like a I re-listen is painful. I you can't was, do it to yourself. I wasn't saying anything. Nothing. No and it was fine. Said. And we did interrupt each other a lot. I feel like we're trying to work on that, but it's a process. It's not gonna happen, honestly. Interrupting is just a part of our friendship, and I feel like we just have to accept and it. And you, as a listener, you'll have to deal with that. Sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. But yeah, so I love a bit of journalism i'm thinking about that that's also what i'm writing my apq on so we'll see how that progresses yeah. but i'm kind of thinking like once i get into uni because i'm applying for an english degree which is very broad it mm. can lead to a lot of things then i can start really thinking about so it. do you learn like english language as well yeah so wow. actually a couple of the degrees i applied for i'd have to check some of them are just english lit and some of them just english which yeah. encompasses literature and language okay right is now, the cambridge one just english it's just English, yeah. Oh, right. So you I do, know. like, development of the language from, like, Chaucer. Yeah, no, because I've heard around that English language, you, like, learn the biology of the f- throat and, like, how certain sounds come up. Yeah. And my English teacher actually talks about, like, like sounds and stuff. Yeah, the etymology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really, really... I mean, 
It is interesting. It is interesting I, to a I certain mean, extent. I'll I'll give it a go. We'll see what happens. It's intriguing. It's intriguing. Yeah. So, what about you, career-wise? Are you thinking anything? Well, career-wise, honestly, my entire life has just been devoted to being a fashion designer. I know that sounds really blasé and pretentious, but like honestly, I no. My... But it's one of the few people. You're one of the rare few people I've encountered in life. Like, I think you're just gonna go for your dream no matter what. Like, honestly, I... I mean, I don't even know if that's the case. Honestly, but like, I <laughs> you're just gonna rot in some apartment in London. Honestly, your I mum just... and I were talking about this earlier. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, like some of my earliest memories of being a fucking human have just been centered around being a fashion That's designer incredible. and clothing. I used to watch... Did you ever watch Project Runway? I did. I watched that and I was seven years old. And Who I the fuck do you think you're talking to? to? Of course I watched that. Yeah. And I made mum go into Fabricland and we bought this like purple silk and I made a dress at seven years old. Seven Love years that. old I made a dress. I mean, my I first um, kind of... I mean, it's weird. I mean, my first... Fa- I mean, my first like thing I made was a pillowcase. Very... A pillowcase. Yeah, very, very unfulfilling. Tame. Yeah. But um, my grandma taught me and she taught me a lot. So. I love that. That's great. Yeah. So um, one thing I want to talk about adulthood in this day and age. Oh, we already kind of touched on this, but it's like this feeling of comparison. Everyone's at a different stage than you. Yes. And I think social media really allows us a new kind of window into yeah. other people's lives. I did. Because, right, we moved from secondary schools into a big college. like all like One of the lot... biggest colleges in the UK. Yeah. Not to... Let's not give ourselves away. But, um, <laughs> like tons of secondary schools filter into this huge college so i keep up with people on social media like instagram Mm -hmm. from my secondary school and back in the day like back back way in the day you wouldn't have been able to do that you wouldn't know what they're up to now but now i find myself everybody's so connected yeah and almost like comparing not in a toxic way but like subtly like like thinking okay wow like these people have changed so much and either for better or maybe for worse like some people have started doing these artistic projects and creative pursuits yeah maybe they've started going to the gym and they've really like got buff maybe they've started doing drugs and like going to fucking that's actually something i want to talk about because um everyone's so changed so much yeah i mean i think it's easy to compare the positions that we're all in and i feel like that's the biggest curse that you can put on yourself is really Mm. comparing yourself to others in that way like if anyone would exactly now who hasn't thought about me since you they'd be like yeah if you're really (laughs) yeah, yeah yeah if you're really looking at like how other people have changed and really like being down on yourself about that think about how much you've changed oh yeah definitely really put, put, have some self-realization and in think the shoes of someone watching you thinking, absolutely wow, but um that. anyways i really wanted to talk about because you were saying that like um if somebody has took like maybe the wrong turn and has like really yeah. galvanized themselves with drugs oh my god <laughs> the word galvanized and so we'll never use long that long tradition in the correct context but... it's fine it's a gorgeous word Sorry, so we're talking but, about drugs yeah so I mean not necessarily drugs. drugs but I feel like there's definitely a power imbalance no there's a power imbalance in friends and this whole idea of like peer pressuring into like fun that's you know, not a new concept. Do you know what you I just, mean? Do you think you just invented peer pressure to do drugs? <laughs> <laughs> and they just invented... <gasps> and so that wine is going all over the bed. Oh, wait, I forgot it was full. Let me okay. just fix that issue. <laughs> 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 
right. Okay. Um, I, I don't think... What do you have to say on this that's groundbreaking? We all know that peer pressure exists. I think... Come on. Like, well, let me just look at my notes and then I'll get back around to you on that point. To be honest, any of our lovely girlies who are who are listening to the podcast, if you're listening to the podcast... I doubt any of them are. No. Nobody cares about if us. If you are, you know you're a real one. I mean, you know we love you. Honestly, like, I feel and like you... you can say, once we're huge and big, you can... <laughs> 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 you can be like... You, I've been there since day one. Literally, no, no, no. The only people that listen to our podcast are just observers who think that we have something to say. When we don't. When we don't. The guys, guys, <laughs> the, the trick of the whole podcast is we actually just don't have anything to say. We really don't. We're just, like, sitting here having a gorgeous mm-hmm. conversation. I feel like that's okay. the most of it. I want to pick back up on a point that I abandoned earlier because I'm getting aware that in these episodes we tend to st- abandon points we made. I was talking about pivotal points that... I knew I was coming into my own and becoming an adult. One was getting a job, and we went on that whole tangent. One was um, getting my heart broken. Uh, I, I, oh, I, girl, I, let's I, talk about heartbreak. Let's, let's, let's talk about heartbreak. The reason I hesitate a bit there, the middle one was, like, college and academia, which we've already kind of covered, like, a lot of the yeah. pressure that comes with that. Like Now I have something to say. But now, heartbreak... I feel like that shit shapes you. And honestly, Enzo, I'm going to have a hot take. I don't think you've ever experienced true heartbreak. I have not, but I did have a little crush recently that um, kind of fizzled out. I'm not going to lie. Luckily, we're leaving this to the end of the podcast <laughs> to talk about. However, because oh I feel like this is very easily identifiable, but I honestly don't care at this point. No, no. I had a little, I had a little crush this recently. This person's not listening. I know this they person isn't listening. Care. It's going to get back round to them, but I honestly don't care. Like, let's like, fuck it, you know? <laughs> Um, this person literally takes... I'm not going to say that. Absolutely not. <laughs> right, no, I feel like we need to move on because you're just incriminating yourself right no, now. No, but I'll, like, edit it out if I feel like it. Oh, God. Anyways, so this person is um, very similar to me in, in many ways. And and um, I had a lo- I had a little crush, honestly. Honestly, since, like, the first day of lower six, I thought this guy was attractive, right? But... <laughs> I just, like, failed to act on it because I just didn't really get, like, that zhuzh. But recently, in, like, Upper Six, I had this, like, motivation to just, like, get the zhuzh. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. And this is not I... what the people came. This is not the content the people came for. The people are definitely coming over there, so you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm taking the mic back. We've heard enough. Now, No, we haven't me, heard enough. Let from me, me. No, no, no. Let me talk oh. about this. What is under your bed? So, um, boxes. No, that's something. That's oh, that's something hard. that's a <laughs> that's a um a hair clamp. Okay. Yeah. So I decided just to like as as just like a move in being just forward and you know just being like an Hurry adult. The fuck up. An adult. I thought I'd message this guy and I did. Oh you This is literally the fact that you're drunk speaking. <laughs> like, I feel like okay, we're gonna cut a chunk of that out. Yeah. Okay. I so I decided to like you know messages this guy it was very casual and then i found out after a month of my life wasted that he had a boyfriend to be honest i know how that feels i actually was in that exact position once years ago but in year 10 i i like tried chatting to a guy for a whole month and then it turns out he was he was only on a break quote unquote with his I fucking hate friendly people because they will never <laughs> have the like yeah just the no, ignorance to just I'm, be like I'm no I'm like that kind of dilemma right now where especially I feel like there's something that comes from being a woman where you're pursuing a conversation with a guy and you're trying to keep a conversation going yeah and you feel like 
is this guy into me or are they just like tolerating the fact that I'm pursuing it because you feel like they're as the guy meant yeah. to be and honestly it's like not that deep like I genuinely like didn't really have that big <laughs> yeah, feelings for this guy not like you were listening to Lana Del Rey the other woman like getting in your feelings <laughs> I wasn't getting in my feelings honestly it was just like I was I just found this guy very attractive and he just seemed so con- valid no, valid no, no. I he, won't he just seemed so convenient do you know convenient. what? Do you know what I mean? Like it was just convenient, proximity-wise, like, and to your lo- classes. If we want to think about it logically and logistically, like why, why oh am I God. not the only option? Enzo, Enzo, <laughs> right, right. This has gotten a bit out of hand. Can I talk about me now? So <laughs> basically, sure I began college, and I want to be- give a shout out to all those girls who began college in a relationship. Uh, especially with a guy who was Doesn't maybe go to the same college. not in the same college yeah. and they thought that was going to last stand up a moment of appreciation for you girls because look shit won't last um, <laughs> like we lived a little while away and oh my gosh I can't tell you what getting into a long term relationship at 15 taught me but it was uh, horrifying not oh my god not horrifying if you're listening to this I highly doubt you are but I actually do love this guy and it's just zoned out and it's done um but i was heartbroken when actually not over this relationship which is like a year and a half and i'm sorry to say but i just left it with neutral feelings but i very quickly very shortly afterwards got into another one a very brief one a love bombing one turbulent and belly had even begun and was just fucking around this is this is the solo freya podcast um it was very turbulent and it it ended so suddenly i got dumped like that and i got heartbroken and i guys i think here's something actually insightful guys. and intellectual being said for the first time in 40 minutes um 47 minutes thank <laughs> you um is that when you're dealing with all the pressures of college of academia of having a job and you're trying to balance having a social life and dating and then you get dumped in the middle of it shit hits you like a ton of bricks and it was so hard for a while like my mental health took a massive roller coaster and i don't know like how i got through my exams like the spring i can't take enzo seriously i'm just so gorgeous oh my god um (laughs) okay like my mental health we're talking about some deep shit like it took a dive and sorry we shouldn't be having this conversation in front of the mirror growing into adulthood and kind of realizing like your first love your second love your third love your relationships you're not going to be with them forever and that or your or your no love or it never happens at all it never happens at all and you're like literally alone forever and i feel like you just have to find peace for that yeah um find peace I feel like we always are gonna end our podcast on the ep- on the opinion of like finding peace with yourself. For sure. Inner peace. Inner we're, peace we're a inner love. Podcast. But look, after that shit, my sense of identity went into free fall because here's mm-hmm. the thing. Um I had perceived myself through the male gaze um for so long and definitely tried to live up to a certain standard, etc. etc. I had really been trying to be something that i wasn't and i see that in a lot of younger girls and it makes me so sad because you can't just decide oh, to turn with it miss off. what's her name oh i mean don't, don't say, her say name, that but name. like <laughs> but yeah I there's, there's someone i'm thinking of in particular yeah. who i know who's a bit younger and i can see myself in her and 
myself, myself, <laughs> oneself, in her. Um, but the thing is, I think you can't tell anyone younger than you. Gorgeous. Um, oh, love that. And it's just scrolling through Instagram, and it doesn't care anymore. You've clocked out for the day. <laughs> My whole face has gone numb. <laughs> <laughs> I've had um, four glasses of wine. Give me a break. Give me a break. Yeah. yeah. I don't. Th- <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think you can just snap out of the need to please the male gaze. As a young girl, it's so ingrained in you. And live, growing up in a patriarchal society, I can't take them seriously. Sorry. Um, and I think. Oh wait, need I to need go... to actually have this realization. You can finish your point, but okay. like, go on. I think it's something like you need to almost go through a heartbreak, as traumatic and horrible as that is, to get to that point where you realize, okay, so I was defining myself through these men this whole time, and you need to let go and become yourself and identify yourself through things that are meaningful. Because I literally used to identify myself through guys who liked me, clothes and makeup I wore, and that can be a good source of identity, but it was like purely like who my friends were, like, I don't know, like the most random shit. And I heard something on the Goes Without Saying podcast the other day, they were talking about this, kind of in a jokey way, how people say you can identify yourself you're like a mix of the five people you're closest to honestly i kind of see that but like you the five got the two i don't yeah i don't have five i have two and i'm a perfect mix of the two yeah um i actually have this realization on the topic of feminism i think hot takes yeah yeah i think right (laughs) careful with your no 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 on the topic of feminism i recently had like why are you talking to the current like it's like your best friend i'm talking to a pen that's in a pot okay that I got in Greece, in Rhodes, lovely trip. That was like Keep 10 going. years ago. Anyways, I recently had a realization that I feel like really re- matured my um, perspective on the kind of vision of, vision, the <laughs> opinion of feminism. You're having visions right now <laughs> is what you're having. Ascending. <laughs> God. <laughs> no, um, I, I recently read a selection of essays by a model called Emily Ratajkowski. Oh my God, my a body. model called Emily Ratajkowski. We all know who Emily Ratajkowski is. This, I is, feel a, like this is an upcoming episode. This is an upcoming episode. We're going to talk about the collection of essays. However, it did give me some great perspective on the idea that, like, sexual liberation... Whatever. Sexual liberation is a delusion. And I know... Oh, yeah. And I know that, like, a lot... No, because a lot of Us people... Us have been, who have been women who have been feminists for a long time. No, I... No, a lot of people... And, Actually, yeah. and a lot of women are still, our living, age under this are still living under this delusion. Okay. Even me, to a certain extent. Fair enough. Because... We need to just like cut, bottom line cut and dry. We live under a patriarchy. I don't know if this is new. Groundbreaking. I don't oh know. My God, guys. I don't know if this Whoa. is new information to new you. New realizations on the podcast. I don't, I don't know. This, I don't know if this is new information to anybody. But like, <laughs> we live under a patriarchy. Right. I feel and like there's my, no, no, micro reclamation is happening. In and five, there's always four. And no, no, no. And there's always going to be a power imbalance when it comes to things that we see in the Absolutely. media. And every, even in artists, I've been guilty of this, where I have kind of been so inspired artistically by like um, women and sexual kind of femininity and yeah. the kind of avert um, sexuality that comes with the idea of being a woman, not the reality of being a woman. Yeah. The idea of womanhood it's is so sexual. Fantasy. And I, even I've been guilty of being inspired by that artistically and it kind of serving my own artistic interests. Mm. However, we kind of just need to realise that, like, sexual liberation is actually a fucking delusion. Because it's a bit of a fallacy. It's, it's Which, always let... just, like, using women as a tool for in for art's sake. Mm. And that's not okay. That's not ethical. It's not okay because we're also human beings and it's just this, yeah, endless struggle of how do we 
get ourselves to a point where we're and, perceived and the worst as part is human and as even. yeah as human and the, the worst part is there's not a fucking answer to the question there's no answer, there's no answer to the question i i think this it sounds was just so much more mellow coming from enzo's mouth sober by the way this is time dialed up to 11 this is so funny <laughs> because it just like i think this was just kind of me trying to justify my kind of artistic endeavors to myself but there's literally like no way of justifying using feminine sexuality as like artistic inspiration just because it's literally just objectifying women bottom line cut and dry and i just feel well there you go no i just want to quickly dip in with a bit about miss emily ratikowski because she has started her podcast high low um is that what it's called why are we promoting other people's podcasts on our podcast guys go (laughs) get off this page go listen to some better podcasts but no seriously it's been great but i remember when it was first announced literally a few weeks ago and um her seeing her post she's had some pretty good guests honestly what she had alice cooper alex um, cooper alex cooper call um, call her daddy um uh, julia fox and julia fox three gorgeous guests three gorgeous women whom i love very much yeah um i don't know but like you know love (laughs) can i just speak i think you can thank you so i saw on these posts her saying a lot of things which we will unpack in the next episode or whatever episode that is but a lot of things about being in her bitch era bitch era this bitch era that and i thought it was a really interesting term can we just take these headphones off please um and i don't know exactly how she defines it but how i felt to define it for myself was that you really truly get to a point where you don't care and i mean really truly do some inner work Think about yourself. Think about how much you care about your perception of yourself in the view of others. And get to a point where you're liberated from that as much as you possibly can be. And think, I don't care if I come off as a bitch to guys or to whoever. I don't care. I'm pursuing what I want to do. Living my truth. And I'm kind of entering my bitch era. But guys, I don't know what that looks like. And I'm going to keep you updated because I don't have the answers yet. Enzo's like actually needs an exorcism so final thoughts because I for one need an exorcism and two I'm like delirious and drunk and just like out of my mind oh my god we've barely wait let me look through my notes we're 56 minutes in (gasps) no okay um last thing I wanted to say was this idea going back to social media as a channel for you to view other people growing up and changing all the time and the idea of comparison if you flip it and turn it away from toxicity and view it as something nice, instead of comparison, I think it's really helped me develop my sense of empathy and connection with others because, you know, sometimes I've actually struggled with empathy and I've been quite um, judgmental of some people. But now that people are developing and becoming complex individuals because, you know, no one's like so deep and complex when they're like 14, 15, 16, you're just not. but we become more multifaceted over time and I've watched all these people go through that and get these interests and become wonderful amazing human beings and it's really developed my sense of wanting to connect with others because I feel like every person you're going to relate to some aspect of them no matter who they are because everyone becomes so complex and multifaceted and I've been able to really develop my skill of stepping into other people's shoes and really understanding what their life experience is like, or not understanding, but trying to understand for the first time in my life instead of being more judgmental. I think that's has come with age, is I've judged less and I've 
realized that people could be going through if you don't judge the people around you judgment will lift itself from you oh my god you've literally <laughs> become the buddha or something okay anyway, i think that's just about all i had to say okay if so I had final thoughts else, what have we what have we discussed we've unpacked that what have we unpacked growing up in this day and age is crazy crazy um first jobs they shape you heartbreak it shatters you it shapes you you need to completely throw all your sense of identity out of the window and rebuild those puzzle pieces don't base them on material things base them on deep inner feelings of who you are and what you want oh something about adulthood moral compass i developed an actual moral compass and i decided one i realized i didn't have one yeah (laughs) no but like for me I'm still getting there but I think one of the things I realise is morally and it's different for everyone but morally I don't align with the idea of eating meat and eating animals and that's just something I realised I didn't want to do and that was a huge wave of empathy and realisation I had was I can't eat like a living being takeaways is that um, growing and developing it's such a journey and we're on this process together to begin to kick this podcast off because if we keep at it for a long time I'm sure you'll see us grow and so what are your final thoughts because we really have to rush now my final thoughts I think adulthood is a really scary time and I don't want anybody to be afraid of this new chapter of their lives I think I think I think that um you know we're just like moving ahead steaming ahead in the train of you know life and you know and the train of having four glasses of wine (laughs) and and I think that we're just like I think that we're just tumbling forward and we just need to kind of deal with it and maybe just try to do more with your time because these are really fun no 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 no, I just need to say this these are really formative years of our lives and we just need to set ourselves up the best that we Mm. possibly can and just like do the most so like everybody I love you thank you do you have a favourite coming of age movie probably like no I I quite like Ladybird but I know it's basic I know know it's a basic option um but give Lady Bird a watch. I okay, thank you so much, guys, for, for tuning so much, in. Guys. This is a very haphazard ending, just because Freya's mum is literally outside. But um, we're we're so glad you joined us. If you listened through all the way, thank you so much. Make sure to um, follow um, the follow podcast. The podcast follow on the podcast. Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, uh, podcast, whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, and we'll be uploading every week. Yes, and follow us on Instagram for updates on the episodes. Maybe uh, you can partake in some of the episodes by um, asking questions. questions. Maybe we might do questions maybe maybe um so thank you so much we love you thank you bye 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 Bye. Bye, gorge